Hey, Joseph Fisher. This is a little intro before the actual podcast. I just wanted to say that, as is mentioned later on in this episode, we did deliberately no research before we found this one. And I've done more since then about these guys. Throughout the entire episode, we went phonetically by the artist's name. I assumed it was Mike Dowdy. Like I said, I never heard of him before. I realize now that everything that I've heard it pronounced as is Doty. So I apologize for that. We didn't know who he was. Super cool dude, Mike Doty, not Dowdy from what I've heard. I don't know if anybody would care, but I felt like I should clarify. And with that, thanks for tuning in. Here's the actual episode. Michael said that we should have banter at the beginning. Does this count if it's like meta? We're trying to do something like we're trying to deliberate to deliberately do something that's accidental. Oh yeah, it's better when it's prepared, right? <laughs> it's more genuine. Uh, no, no, when it's not prepared. This was a bad intro. <laughs> okay, we're doing a podcast again. All right, cool. <laughs> uh. So yeah, as Joseph takes his drink, I have no clue what we're doing today. Delicious. Water from my Pokemon cup. So this is going to be a shorter episode. Um, we're trying to do them on the 1st and 15th of every month now. So if you think that sounds cool, let us know. And if you don't, we'll probably do it anyway. Uh, this one's going to be shorter, at least in terms of what we're going to listen to. Because uh. I <laughs> I picked this record up randomly at CD Warehouse one day because it was a dollar. So this is... Um, a split by a gentleman named Mike, I believe his last name is Dowdy, so Mike Dowdy, and Moon Hooch. So I know very little about either of these groups slash people. What I know about Mike Dowdy is that he was a singer-songwriter for a band in the 90s. I'm going to double-check what they're called really fast. I think it's Soul Coughing. Let's say it's Soul Coughing. I would not know. I'll have to double check after this, but I'm pretty sure it's Soul Coughing. So, band in the 90s, you said it was like a bad marriage, and then he left, or the band broke up, and also he was super addicted to heroin and alcohol and other things, as people in the 90s do. So okay, well, the album cover makes sense now. This guy? He's like, Dude, he looks like he's freaking terrified. He's like, don't touch me. Oh. I, uh, we'll get to the the cover in a bit, but this is an interesting little record. <laughs> like, from what I know about it, I've never heard this yet. But um, so yeah, and then he self released some acoustic albums, and then he got picked up by Dave Matthews' label, uh, which also has the Alabama Shakes and stuff. So yeah, singer songwriter seems pretty cool, and then Moon Hooch. For those of you who... You've probably seen these guys, even if you didn't know who they were. I think they have an NPR tiny desk. It's two saxophonists and a drummer. And that's it. They're kind of like... Mm. They they sound like electronic dance music, almost. But they're saxophones. But they can do a lot with the polyphonics. Like They're, they're good, and they dance a lot, and that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of just sitting there like, what the heck am I getting into? And so I've tried to look up stuff about this record after I got it, because I just saw it and I was like, I have to get this, because Moon Hooch. Um, I think it's called 
Ego snost et perdidi, which is supposed to be Latin, maybe? I don't know. I could find no information about this album. It's like a little seven-inch A-side, B-side. One track is written by Moon Hooch and arranged by Mike Dowdy. And the other one is written by Mike Dowdy and arranged by Moon Hooch. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. Kind of druggy singer-songwriter. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like looking electronic. at the cover, dude. Like I'm thinking, this either looks like stupid artsy music or incredibly like depressed schizophrenia people. I like both of those descriptors because that's what I try to make my music sound like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, in case people can't find this, because I just ran into it at the CD warehouse in Arlington, and I had no idea what it was. But the de- I really liked the the design on it. It's kind of a uh, a lot of orange photograph. It's photograph that looks like it had some sort of filter put all over it, but it's well designed. It has a lot of continuity to it. Uh, do you have any comments on it that you've not already said? No, not really. Um, yeah, I kind of just want to listen to the music. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so I'm curious about the... the not the saxophone people, not Moon Hooch, the other guy. Uh, I'm kind of curious about him. He he really just looks like a weird freaking dude. <laughs> he, I believe that he also wrote a memoir because he's considered an author. I don't mean to say he's not. It's just like he's called singer, songwriter, and author when you look him up. Right. So I know he at least has a memoir. I couldn't find anything about his books of fiction. Not saying he doesn't have any. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. He also has information on uh, NPR's website. For those of you who are more curious about him. But yeah, I've uh, never heard any of his music. And I've only heard a little bit of Moon Hooch. And I have no idea what this is going to be. Oh yeah, this is also the first episode of Rarer. Where we get to use actual vinyl. And I'm super stoked for that. We also have two microphones. Yeah, we have individual mics. Is this the first time that we've had individual mics? No. No, the episode we did with Trent. We had uh, three mics, I think. Well, there were four people. Oh wait, no, we re- we did it with two mics. Each of us. Oh shared yeah, one. yeah, it that's was hard. Right. It just it didn't feel right because there was four people. Production quality. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we could be doing a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's listen to this shitty yeah. music. Hey, you can't just say it's gonna be shitty. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back. We just listened to the seven inch. It's pretty cool. What'd you think? Yeah. The, uh... You're gonna quiet in between me flipping, <laughs> which uh for those of you who don't know because you haven't had the misfortune of watching me like flip records, I'm a little bit meticulous about it. It's quite a process. <laughs> you gotta clean the needle and then you clean the records. I should have had this one professionally cleaned at truth vinyl. In Arlington, Texas. It turned to sound like Michael Baston. But, um, yeah, just had a little bit of packaging stuff that I was being meticulous about because I've never listened to it before, so I had that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Milk and Waffles was weird. Yep. The first track, side A, is Milk and Waffles, written by Moon Hooch and arranged by Dowdy. And, uh, yeah, super weird. Yeah, that one was <laughs> quite weird. Um, I didn't really feel anything from it. It had a real, uh, 
I don't know. It was, it was like messy, but I, I knew I could tell what was going on. It just sounded messy to me. What do you mean? I guess uh, there's a little too much trippiness going on. I guess that's a good word for it. And it was it was just weird. Do you think like the effects? Because definitely that vocal yeah, effect. Yeah, it, it was an excessive amount of effect usage. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, I was trying my darndest to understand what he was saying. The <laughs> only things I heard was milk and waffles and um, super milk and super waffles or something. Yeah. Uh, I heard. So that one was written by who? It was written by Moonhooch, the trio, the saxophone and drum. Okay. So. Okay, and they, they I guess they wrote the vocal lines as well. Maybe, which would explain why it wasn't. Yeah, really that would explain why it didn't vocal. make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, it was. Which I found weird because, so the second track was badass. It was like techno on saxophones. Yeah, well, well that's yeah. that's what Moon Hooch is. If you watch okay. any of their stuff, it's... It's very much that. They they originally, yeah. I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, they found their like prominence from busking in New York. So they'd be mm. one of those groups that you would see with the people just like shuffling around with their feet dancing around. Okay. And um, I'll just try to look up a picture really fast, but I think that they're the ones at NPR where like one of the saxophonists has um, a traffic cone. In his saxophone horn to make it lower, like the pitch lower. That would explain, yeah, is there were some seriously painful bass notes in there that just yeah, yeah, look. cool. <laughs> look at that. So yeah, they're oh, NPR. Okay. Um, I think they're both just using an alto and a tenor sax, but then... One of them sounded like a baritone. It sounded lower than that. Oh yeah, that's a berry sax, my bad. Yeah. So that's a berry and an alto, it looks like? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because there was some real... Well, uh, here he is, a tenor with the traffic cone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it got super low on the second track. Yeah, the second track was awesome. It was real dancey. And I mean, I, that's what dubstep, I think, could be. You know, like, if, if you want to put real instruments to something electronic. Yeah. Like, they, I think it sounded so much better on a saxophone than a synthesizer. And they do that really well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was good. The sound quality of it all was awesome. You like the production quality? Yeah, yeah. That. Even like that first track. I mean, that was the. I think the catching point was that everything sounded really cool, different, and great. It had clarity. Yeah. Just I think the actual songwriting made no sense at all. I, and I don't know if it was supposed to. Like I said, I was trying to figure out. Yeah. The vocals. He said, from what I could understand, the power of flight. The. <laughs> I kicked the microphone. <laughs> the power of flight. The power of invisibility, and then I think he said the power to move chairs, the power to lift sofas at the end or something, okay. and obviously milk and waffles. I think at yeah. one point he said, I'm trying to replace my skull with something made of formaldehyde. No, not, not, not formaldehyde, formica. Yeah. Something like that. So I guess if it was talking about anything, it would be materialism, but I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it could be talking about the power you feel when you're on drugs, because you said he was... Uh Oh, no, that was written by the jazz guys. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, that that was a weird part to me. The song that made n no sense and didn't really show off what the saxophone could do was written by the saxophone players. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I see your point. I was jamming, though. I was having a good time listening to it. Just yeah, I'll, I'll say both, like... 
but the drum a, beat was also a saving grace. I had a little bit of an idea of what I was getting into because I knew what Moon Hooch sounded like loosely. That's true. Yeah, you I had, had no clue. No idea. So I think we can both agree that Rational Man, the second track, which was written by Dowdy yeah. and arranged by Moon Hooch, was more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and Dowdy's actually a pretty good singer. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought I his was, voice like his voice fit perfectly because the uh, you know saxes were doing crazy. Basically, sounding like synths, but a yeah. saxophone timbre, and uh, yeah, the singer was like just kind of a nice little thing that made sense throughout it all. It was a catchy tune too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. Melodic. I couldn't understand the lyrics. I, I, I wasn't even listening uh, to I, it. I, I don't was even trying to figure out everything else. Never was pay going attention on. to lyrics when I'm <laughs> listening to music. Yeah, uh, I try to, but I don't pay as much attention to the production, which is yeah. Well, it's like, like my first listen on anything. I. I just can't I don't want to focus on lyrics I'd rather just hear like what the singer's doing yeah yeah and how it fits and that's about it his voice was pretty baritone it sounded like it didn't really go high at all yeah, it was a very yeah. minimal range basic singing basic yeah. jazz singing I mean I don't know if I'd say jazz I don't know whenever I hear a lot of jazz singers though you know they keep it in a moderate range they don't okay yeah, mo- mo- most of them don't really try and like make the vocals stand out too much yeah that's fair I just to me his voice sounded super like uh, you know, like kind of weak vocal fry. Cause yeah. I'm a rational man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like he was more just talking. Which I don't know if that's a deliberate effect for the song, or if that's just how he sounds, or maybe kind of both. I think it's style of music. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's not the first time we've heard that kind of style before. To stereotype, he was in a '90s band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just makes sense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe. But all in all, fun little seven inch. I'm really happy with this. Yeah, it was cool, man. I, I would enjoy seeing more stuff with this duo, or not duo, yeah. I guess, but this collaboration. But like I said, I couldn't even find anything about this. The album title, which is not Latin, it's almost Latin. Like, ego is a Latin word, and then the phrase et perdidi, however you pronounce it, that's Latin. Yeah. And then snost, S-N-O-S-T, I don't think is Latin. <laughs> so I don't know, <laughs> and I don't even know if that's the name of the record, because this is such a vague album. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. I can't say I felt <laughs> anything from that. I don't know if you're supposed to either. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of nice to listen to something that's just fun. So much of what you and I write and listen to is deliberately emphatic in a way, and this is just kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not something I normally listen to. Yeah, no, by no means. Yeah. This is, Saxophone's cool, though. This is very out of my... Usual listening, <laughs> but I, it's fun if yeah, you can find yeah. it. I'm gonna try one more little search to find it to see if like we can direct the audience somewhere to find this thing because it was so random. I was just flipping through seven inches. I wasn't. There was no game plan. I have some other ones like this too that we could do at some point for this. Sounds good. Yeah, audience, what do you think? Do you like us just randomly finding albums with very minimal research? We're going to the internet. I like that beard scratching noise. Wait, this isn't what I wanted. I don't use you. I'm just using you. Yeah, I noticed like during uh, Milk and Waffles, you were kind of just like sitting there. And normally whenever we do this kind of thing, I'm really listening intently. But this time I was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was hard to really focus on the music itself. Because I mean... <laughs> 
Yeah, it it all fit together. You can tell they're great players. It's a great combo. Yeah. It Real really good is. Good writers and yeah. And I like small groups like that. Whatever it's, it's like, how much sound can you make, or how much can you do with yeah, a yeah. small group? Man, so uh, according to Spotify, which I'm looking up right now, Moon Hooch has a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't see this. Ah. Yeah, this could have been just some special like little promotion record they did for a very limited time. But it wasn't popular enough to be relevant, so it sold for a dollar at Maybe. random CD stores. We can I'm gonna we can cut some of this, but like I'm gonna keep looking. Cause I bought this a while back and I tried to find it and then Yeah. Nope. He's got a lot of records too though. They uh they sound like starving artists. Do you think they are? Or do you think that's the effect? I think they are. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or they used to be at least. <laughs> what is this? Oh, okay, so Oh, it does it. It's on what website is that? This is Discogs. So we found a copy. Okay. So yep, Soul Coughing is the name of the band. Okay, so if you want to try the 7-inch out, we found it. Also, it looks like this isn't the only time that they've collaborated. If we go to YouTube, which I'll pause. I don't know if the sound will even get picked up, but just in case. Load up. Okay, yeah. So this 7-inch is available on Discogs for a dollar. Looks like it looks like Mike Dowdy had Moon Hooch and another performer on one of his songs called Oh My God, Yeah, Fuck It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sick. I'm glad to know that this is not the only time that they've done something. Yeah. And yeah, so this record on Discogs is only a dollar. If you go to Amazon, it's 10. $10 used and $40 new? What? Don't do that. Yeah, go, Amazon doesn't make sense sometimes. Go to CD Warehouse. Go to Discogs. Go to Truth Vinyl. Go to your local record store. They might have it. But, cool. It's not hard to find, but it's not... Um, really? I think like an album in the style of uh, techno saxophones would be badass. That's what Moon Hooch is, man. Yeah, okay. It might be worth checking out like an actual Moon Hooch album. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Maybe we could on here too. Yeah, that would be mind. cool. Yeah. But yeah, find this thing. Uh and then Mike Dowdy and Moon Hooch both have a lot of stuff online in a lot of different places. You could check out Mike Dowdy's um memoir if you're curious as to the life of a nineties artist. Well, not just nineties. I don't want to say that he's just nineties, but you get what I'm saying. And uh Moon Hooch has a jam in the van and an NPR and a lot of different stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Dowdy also has an NPR, but I haven't seen it. Um yeah. You feel like this yeah. is a good place to wrap it up? Yeah, I mean... Any I other comments? I don't really have much. Um, music was pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, it was just a guy singing badass melodies yeah. and some heavy bass. Uh, there was not a bass guitar, I don't think. I didn't hear it. All I heard was... I heard that low sa two sax. Two saxes, yeah, I mean, drums, this, vocals, and 
Yeah. Digital effects probably. It's really just your generic music just done differently. Yeah. Done much differently. Identifiable song structure. The second song is very verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. It sounded like... Yeah, I mean, same, like, generic instrumentation, you know, just a lead instrument, a rhythm instrument, some drums, but just the way it was done was cool. Well-crafted music. Effects were badass, you know. uh, I like hearing what people can do with a saxophone. Yeah, definitely. Would you consider this worth $1? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Would you even consider that, it the, worth 40? What is it? Milk and... <laughs> milk and waffles. Milk and waffles. Yeah, even that thing ain't that... It's it not, wasn't bad. Like, we we listened to it. Just, I mean, uh, that's kind of the fun of this. Like, not knowing yeah. what you're going to get into. Yeah, I was just... I don't, I don't see myself listening to that. That was too... Uh, <laughs> like, reminded me of Tame Paula, but... Oh, yeah. In a weird way. Yeah, I hear that. Like, an even weirder way. It's not what I would initially have thought of, but I definitely hear that. I mean, that's the only band I can think of, all right, like, in this moment. Yeah. To relate it to. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you like jammy music, this is this is for you. Yeah. And uh, if you like this podcast, you can get it on iTunes, A Study in Expressions, Bandcamp, or YouTube, and Rather Righteous Records SoundCloud. If you like what we're doing, you can support us by downloading it from Bandcamp at a name your price, or you can download any of of the other stuff on a studies website joey's project note uh has stuff uh everywhere as does my music and other things from the label yep uh first and 15th it looks like twice a month now so if you have something you want us to listen to let us know we'll find it I tried to do that thing that Cedric did where he like puts the mic in his mouth and I just bit it. <laughs> you have better standings than I do, but I think this one's smaller. Do you remember that time you tried to play guitar with your teeth? Yeah, I did, man. <laughs> kind of hurt. Yeah. No one no one was surprised by that. <laughs>